When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Post Game Podcast. I'm your host, June. I got my my road dog, my 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 teammate, boss. You wanna are, are we past the point of introducing ourselves or they should they should know us. Nah, but nah, it's this is Foster Child, you know, the other half of post game podcast. We we here. How's your Friday going, man? Um, I'm a little under the weather, not terribly sick, but, um, you know, other than that, you know, it's just Friday, man. You gotta, gotta, gotta find some way to, to keep it rolling. What's going on, Gabe? How you doing, sir? Uh, are the Pistons making you sick? Psh, boy, mentally. Mentally, I'm I'm torn down, but we're only six games in, Foss. Yeah. You can't be, you can't have mental breakdowns six games in. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. To be honest, yeah, that's more whatever. But um, it's more taxing than anything. It's just the fan base, the fan base just exploding, you know. But um, yeah, definitely some things to talk about. There's definitely, there's definitely some things to talk about. Well, you interact with the, with a lot of groups and stuff like that. So you you and then you know you're saying you're you're part on Facebook. So that's another struggle in itself because uh, around these parts, there's a lot of team, a lot of people that root for other teams, and it has a lot to do with the Pistons not doing well in a long time so yeah. those people are cheering for lakers and you have your san antonio well it's a couple san antonio not a bunch but they you run into these other fans uh gold state fans out the wazoo around here uh, yeah. who, who i interact with so i know you interact with them as well so and i think it just one of the one of the tales tales of the tape is you know, Pistons haven't been well, doing well in a long time, and they haven't been consistently well. So whenever you cheer for the Pistons, it's going to be somebody or make a statement. It's going to be, oh, uh, you guys are trashed, this, that, another, da, da, da. But so it's a, quite a few teams that are struggling early, though. So it's, it's not just the, a, it's even the, the actual Pistons fans that are just, you know, the that are fed up and, you know, and I understand I understand it. But, yeah, it's not even so much the people that are fans of other teams because they 
there's not much investment in what they're talking about. It's the ones that really watch these games and, you know, they they not feeling it. But I, I get yeah, it. But I, and I also think it's still if the if the the win loss record right now was switched around, if we were four and two instead of two and four, I would still say it's early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, either way. But you see, you see, when we won those two games in a row, everybody was like playing playoffs, uh, champion. No, nah, not really. But you know, it it, it flip flopped fast. That was just last show. Hey, hey, it's it's a what have you done for me lately type of thing. This week, you're only today, as good as like, your last game. It's just ah. So. The reason why there's there's a change in attitude is because of the last couple of games that we dropped the last couple of games. I think it was what has it been three in a row that we've dropped? Yeah, Let me see and, here. One Beat the Bulls, one. lost to OKC, lost to Portland, and then lost to the Pelicans. So three games in a row. Yeah, Monday, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, all in you know, the last four what, four days? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, uh, you said it was going to be a rough stretch because yeah, of the caliber of opponent and everything to do with back-to-backs because there were so many games, and you said it was going to be a gauntlet going forward. Uh, if you uh, pay attention to the title of this, it's like, what's going on, right? And it we're, what we're, what me and Foster is going to get into is everything. What's happened the last couple of games, last few games, along with so far with the season. So uh, recently, what, the games we haven't, uh, we've dropped three in a row, right? Yeah. The first game we dropped was versus OKC. Now, going into that game, I knew OKC would be a problem for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, they create a lot of turnovers. We turn the ball over a lot. You know, they <clears throat> they have uh, several, several solid scores. Uh, we haven't had too many proven scores, uh, consistent scores on the floor. Uh, we knew that game would be a tough game. Uh, if you asked me and Foster who wins that game, we probably would have told you. We'll, we'll have to edge it to OKC without even seeing the game. Correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the next game they played was versus Portland. And this game frustrated me because at one point, the Pistons were up 18 points. And they just imploded after halftime. It was a horrid third quarter, and the fourth quarter wasn't that much better. So, uh, Portland's a young team, just like ours. Uh, we have just as many weapons as they do, and we were winning pretty much most of the game until the end of the third. I think they took the lead in the fourth and never looked back. And that game was disheartening. That game really, really was frustrating because 
if you look, if you're watching that game, you're knowing the next night you have the New Orleans Pelicans. And that team is stacked. And they set down two of their best players and they're still stacked. <laughs> and with it being in the back uh, to back game, we knew it was going to be you have to win that game versus you. You got to win that middle game versus Portland. You just got to. You can't drop that game uh, because you know you have you, you dropped uh, versus the Thunder. You have a team, young team in Portland at home that's struggling, and that you're capable of beating. And you drop that game, then you have to go to New Orleans right after that. It's tough. It's tough. So let's let's just break this thing down, Foster. What are you seeing, especially with the last three games, that that is the state or the issue going with this team? Well, going into the year, I knew to to me, I felt like we had a very, I felt like we had a very deep team. Um, what <laughs> the one issue with that is that. We've had we've we've definitely had a lot of injuries in the past few in the past few games. And I feel like um, I I want to say I'm not ready to to panic too much because um, I, I definitely want to see a full a full strength team. Um, I feel like that can't be I feel like injuries can't be. You know, we can't hang our hat on the fact that we have all these injuries too much. Um, but the fact that on top of the Morris, Boyana, you know, Bogdanovich and and Livers injuries, I feel like Duren and Burke and Burks also being hurt the last two games. This is like we don't have a chance. Like, like now, you know, we're we're getting just too deep in the rotation. We, we're just getting too deep in the rotation. Bagley starting. Um, Wiseman was in foul trouble. <laughs> he had four fouls in five minutes. Like like I, I think the, I, I honestly think the combination of, of 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 the fact that we're getting much deeper into our bench and the fact that our schedule is kind of wild. Like I feel like that's definitely played a factor in some of our issues. I mean, just you know, when you just look at the polar opposites that were the two weeks um, from last week, I think that you kind of have to attest it to the fact that. Um, these guys probably are a little a little tired, and I feel like uh, Monty Williams is still trying to figure out what he has here, and he and he truly won't know that until everybody comes back and plays. But I feel like the minute he did get an opportunity to figure out what we had, Burks Burks gets hurt. Like Burks has been our best has been our best shooter thus far. Duren has been a monster inside and. Now they're sitting. So, you know, we're, you know, we're down to the, uh, you know, a, a, a team that was already, that already lacked defensive uh, versatility is that much more depleted there. So um, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's, it's frustrating, but um, we, I mean, you, you got to look at it for what, you got to look at it for what it is. Um, the the only the only game that really bugged me. I mean, OKC game we knew we knew 
that they were going to be a matchup nightmare. I mean, Chet was sure. four or five from three. You know, he <laughs> was he was he he had Durant out there on an island, and then uh, you know, S you know, SG, we we knew that that was going to be a tough game. Same thing with the Pelicans, Zion and and, and Bi or not, I, you know, the 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 back to back game, having to travel down to New Orleans, I'm like, uh, I didn't have a good feeling about the game. If as long mm-hmm. as somebody played over there, so but the but the Blazers game was the one that was a yeah. was just you know Grant just went crazy on us. Shaden Sharp was out there, you know, basically saying like, "Hey, y'all should have drafted me. You got I yeah. be sitting on the bench. Well, I'm about to show y'all what it is." Um, yeah, Killian had zero points. <laughs> zero points. That's. It, he's playing crazy minutes. He's playing crazy amounts of minutes right now, and his consistency is just not there. Um, Cade was missing layups down the, the stretch. It's just like, mm. what? Like, the, the this week could not have been any worse, to be honest. Um, you, 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 you triggered me, Foster. And you triggered me a little while ago. I've been waiting to say something. You yeah. mentioned... Wiseman. At this point, we did not give Wiseman a set of buffs. And it doesn't look like he's going to earn his buff. I mean, when he did play, and mind you, uh, we're talking about um, the Portland game. Am I correct? Where Duran didn't play. Durant didn't play versus Portland, and Wiseman had a chance to uh, to show that he belongs. Instead, he showed us why <laughs> he's why Bagley's playing ahead of him, why Stewart's playing ahead of him, and it's it's just it was his contribution was little to nothing. I, I mean, did he have any points? Yeah, he, he had four points, and honestly. He was, I feel like he was, if he hadn't, and and, and I don't want to touch too much on the foul thing, because that's just something, it's been, it's been a heavily uh, critique thing thus far, but it's something that we just can't control. I don't, I don't, there's nothing we can do about the fact that the refs are a little t- ticky tackier or a lot of ticky tackier on us. I mean, what, what can we do about that? Um, aside from bomb them on social media. So, um, but yeah, the I think because one of the fouls was like a moving screen and co- a couple of them were just like, uh, like I, I feel like we are going to have to win some games to earn that respect. I feel like the refs are just like not going to, they're not going to bail us out. They're not going to cut us any breaks. We are going to have to um, fight through the fact that you know, for lack of a better term, they they kind of up against us right now. Pause. Like they they <laughs> don't they're not they're not going to cut us any slack. No, no. Um, going to read a couple comments uh, from Gabe. We're putting too much on Cade's shoulders. He's not Luca. Uh, I told Foster uh, right before the season starts, uh, or it was like right in the beginning of the season. K plays a lot better when he doesn't have to do everything. Yeah. So 
Uh, it's 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 uh, so I agree with that, Gabe. For sure, Ivy needs more minutes. He's the only creator right now, especially with Burks out. The offense has been awful. The <laughs> yeah. offense has been awful. But I'm I'm a if there's a silver lining in these last three games is last night they were they were totally getting blown out, but they fought back. And they're, they're, they they keep they they scrapping. There, uh, there was a point where they were down twenty three. I think they were down twenty three at half, seventy two to forty nine, and that was a halftime score. And me and Foster has talked about twenty point halves, right? How frustrating! You can't give up a seventy point half. You know, uh, you can give up seventy points. And a half, but you better be very close to having 70 points yourself. So, uh, but that's not, that's never the case. It's always the other team scores 70, the Pistons are in the 50s. So, uh, <laughs> 50s ain't so bad when, unless you're giving up 70. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's what makes it even worse. If you're not scoring, if you're not having a shootout, you can't give up 70 points. Um, and then you look at the end of the game at one point in the third quarter, or it might even been in the fourth quarter. I think it was the fourth quarter. They cut the lead down to 11 and then cut it all the way down. I think it got down to nine at one point. And it just seemed like they couldn't get over the hump from that point. Uh, it would go up to 11. It would go up to 12, 15 pistons, cut it right back down. But by then it was a little too much, too little, too late. And uh, you can't play from behind versus a very uh, offensive team like that because they're going to convert. They are going to convert. They have trouble scoring in spurts. And uh, we're not in a position to, uh, to, to allow a team to get a big lead on us and then have to claw back and fight and expect to win. Uh, got another comment from uh, Aaron S. I love K, but he shot us out of winning the past two games in the fourth quarter. He's had a horrible fourth quarter the past two games. I agree with that, Aaron. Uh, Aaron also says, hard to complete a comeback with missed shots and turnovers like that. Aaron, you just triggered, you just triggered me again. I'm just the, 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 the turnovers. The turnovers, they have to, they have, they got to get a grip on the turnovers. Like, my goodness. Like, and Cage turning it over. It's not just the, the, the role players. Cade is throwing bad passes that are intercepted. It's, it's, uh, what, what I, it's what I just, will say is that the, when you look at the turnover leaders, it, it's just it's just basic math that the guy that has the ball the most, like even like your <coughs> your Lucas and your yeah. they, they, they tend the to lead the, they handle the most and they and they tend to turn it over the most, but you gotta you gotta drop thirty and forty, you know, to <coughs> to make you know, to make up for it mm-hmm. when it's all yeah. said and done. And yeah, it's just yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know what the solution to that is besides repetition and getting more comfortable. Well, hold that thought, Foster. We're going to go into some, uh, our, our listeners will be able to check out some wonderful ads and we'll be back on the other side. Quit turning the ball over. Cut it out. Yeah. That would help. That would keep you in a lot of games. If you're not, it, it just, it's just, it's just a bad recipe for offense. If you're turning the ball, if you're not a great shooting team and you're turning the ball over, so you're squandering offensive possessions. And you're not scoring on a great deal of your uh, offensive possessions. And that's just a recipe for a disaster. And I'm going to read every comment because I appreciate everybody that's participating and checking us out. Aaron says, we saw how huge it was having Sasser next to K last game instead of unreliable Hayes. Start Ivy. Give any Hayes minutes to Sasser. I'm not going to argue with that. Like, I'm not going to argue. Sasser had a had a very good game last night. He had 19 points, five of eight shooting from three. Uh, there's a reason why he was drafted. Um, when he dra- when he was drafted, I knew exactly what they had. I said he's a pure point guard that can shoot it. That can uh, he can he can he can drive. I thought it was a good pickup where he um, where the Pistons got him, and so I agree. Um, I also agree that uh, with Foster, uh, he said mentioned earlier before, Killian's not at his best playing a bunch of minutes. Like he can spell for a few minutes, but when he's logging in a lot of minutes, that efficiency rate of his goes it goes down, and you know, maybe it might be a good idea to play Sasser more uh, to start with Ivy. I've been saying start Ivy from the jump, and then every time they start Ivy or he gets minutes, he kind of does some bad stuff that made me look crazy. I've been paying attention to it, Aaron. I'm telling you, I've been on the start Ivy gravy train since preseason. Uh, we need Burks back. Burks was that guy that was coming off the bench and was very reliable from outside. He was giving you that bucket that you needed. Uh, He was getting to the foul line as well. Um, And now we're starting to see uh, Joe Harris get more minutes as well. Uh, Can't really tell how effective. He hits a couple of threes, but probably needs – the rest, I I don't know. I, I don't, there's, I would like to see everybody healthy and see what this team looks like. Not making any excuses, but I would love to see everyone healthy. Uh, I'm just very, very worried when you have to sit Duran down. When you sit Duran down, that's a totally different looking team. Uh the big man for for uh, 
New Orleans was given during the business last night. <laughs> he 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 was and my thing is what they were giving him the ball in the post and he was he was getting his points, but when you have an athletic center and I'm the head coach, I'm telling my I got Wiseman, I got Bagley, I got Durant. I'm telling them to sprint down the floor every single time. I'm going to wear that center out because he was tired. He played a back-to-back himself. Right. So I'm going to send the three-head monster every time there's a defensive rebound or an outlet, sprint down there, run him crazy. That's what I would do. But problem is, <laughs> wasn't a lot of offensive, wasn't a lot of defensive stops. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah um, Aaron says the V man because I'm not about to try and pronounce his name. Valencia Yunus. <laughs> Thanks, Foster. He has been destroying us for a decade. So sick of that guy. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, he was a problem last night. He was giving during the business. He was giving uh, Bagley the business. He was, he was, uh, he was, in, he was pretty impressive. Sorry. Uh, from a center standpoint, uh, McCollum. Oh my goodness! Uh, he looked like he was in Portland again last night. Uh, I think he had thirty-three. It's just, he, he, yeah. When he gets going, he's that's a that's a crazy team over there. And when he gets it going, uh, they didn't have Brandon Ingram or Zion, and they still looked. Bars appear on the court, but but they had Matt Ryan though. <clears throat> oh, he made me sick last night. He hit some six, six for eight from three. He's like, whoa! He hit some threes last night. And I'm like, are you serious? Why did the Lakers get rid of him? That's exactly what they need. Uh, there will be no promotion of Laker basketball on this show, Foster. I will cut these cameras off. <laughs> I will shut this stuff down. That was an there indictment no, on decision making. There will be no Lakers talk on this show. You're right. None. Okay. They have a great fan base out there. They're doing their thing. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> anyway, back to the piss. Let me let me get back to. So what I'm seeing here over the first six games, Pistons are two and four. And the common theme is defense and turnovers. Right? And spotty shooting. Now, I don't think you can just flip a switch on and have great shooting. You have what you have as far as scoring. You're that's what you see is probably what you're gonna see all year long as far as an offensive standpoint. But one thing you can work on, one thing you can fix is defense. You can work on defense. You can work on not turning the ball over. That's got to be something that's because if you have spotty shooting and you're turning the ball over at a high clip, you're not going to score. Just not going to score. And there's certain times where you just can't. Like they turn the ball over early. 
And it's like, you know what I'm saying? When you turn the ball over, it has to be like a shock, right? I'm getting used to the turnovers. That's not good. Yeah. Like, if you, like, I'm sitting here watching the game, I'm like, turnover. Oh, here's a turnover. Turnover. Should have figured. Turnover. Turnover. Yes, turnover. It's bad enough that you, that, like, violations are considered turnovers because you're going to get violations. You're going to get your your travels. You're going to get your uh, moving, moving screens, uh, charges. Those happen, right? Those kind of get turnover, but bad passes, and they're they're like horrible passes. Like I I can see like don't I'm saying don't throw that over there. Don't no you can't make that. Pass. And it's like no, some of this stuff is, and I and I think a lot of it is we don't have a pure point guard. That's playing a lot of minutes. And then on top of it, people that handle the ball most are going to turn the ball over a lot. They're going to turn the ball over the most. You're right, Foster. I agree with that. But you have to have a higher uh, assist number than turnovers. If you can have a a better assist-to-turnover ratio, you turn the ball over four times, you better have eight assists. That's all I'm saying. I, I think that's one of the reasons why Hayes has that favor over Ivy right now. Um, one thing that I do notice, he is not a major threat offensively, but you look at his plus and minus numbers outside of the um, OKC game, he was plus 10 mm-hmm. last night. Um he, for whatever reason, I mean, I mean, Hayes has always had high favor amongst coaches. He's always been one that's played a lot of minutes and really hasn't showed a ton offensively. But um, you look at Ivy's numbers on the other half. On the other hand, his last three games, his plus minus is a combined negative twenty-seven. <clears throat> when he's on the court, it, it's it's fun to watch. It's exciting. He's been he's been you know playing better defense. He blocked. Who was that? I think McCullum. I think he blocked last night, and it turned mm-hmm. and uh, it turned into a fast break. But it just it makes you wonder: Is it contributing towards winning basketball as a as a whole? Because negative because minus twenty seven is awful. Yes, like, like that's. You know, you can't even really put that on the bench because, you know, everybody's numbers vary depending on who they're out there with, you know, that. But um, plus 10, that's because that's who's out there. Yeah. 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 Go and read it out loud, Foster. Oh, yeah. So Aaron Aaron said uh, plus 10, but that's because Sasser was out there at the same time and was hitting a bunch of threes. But I think he played pretty good defense. And I looked at some of the numbers in the second half and it seemed like he it seemed like he was locking up who he was up against as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, the writing is on the wall for Sasser as well. Um, He's definitely going to force his way into more minutes. Uh, Monty Williams definitely speaks high praises of him. Um, And he kind of brings everything that we've been looking for. Uh, Playmaking, uh, 
the ability to shoot. He's shooting over 50 cent for over 50 cent from three. And he and he plays defense. I've seen him rip dudes up and and take it the other way. So mm-hmm. um he's definitely gonna get some opportunities, especially while Burks is uh especially while Burks is out. Um but yeah, yeah, coaches, I mean, Hayes is obviously a coach, a coach's guy because he's never lacked minutes. They ain't never said, Oh, just put Killian out there so he can develop. Killian gets his num uh, gets his minutes. So I would love for him to be more of a threat, but he just, I don't know. And I I have to say this about the rookie, right? Although I, I, I love his, I love the energy. I love the effort. But Officer Thompson, don't you dare shoot three threes in a row being that off. Two of them were air balls. One of them almost hit a fan in the front row, and it was they looked bad. His shot looked horrible last night. And one thing I will say, you he wasn't scared to shoot it, right? He wasn't scared to shoot it. He had missed two in a row. I think both of them were air balls. He shot it, he wound up shooting four out of uh, five trips in a row where he shot four threes and they weren't even close. And in that span that, that one of those possession that was skipped cage shot a three and hit nothing but glass. It was like, are you guys lifting weights before the games? Like I think his legs, I think that he's been, you, you look at how, how hard he's been playing defensively. I really feel like he's ex- exuded a lot of energy and he's playing these back-to-backs, and I feel like, because I, I don't know what OTE elite schedule is like. I know they weren't playing 80 games a year. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely wasn't playing against NBA talent, but no. um, it's it's tough. It's tough for rookies. It definitely there's definitely an adjustment process. Yeah, because he was he looked very confident, and he was they weren't bad. They were open shots, and. He's made some threes early in the year, but yeah, I, I watched I watched those highlights and those shots looked horrible. One of them didn't even hit the air balls. It's like okay, you hit the net. One of them was like short, was like completely short of the rim. The one that hit the rim like just barely grazed the rim. It's like mm-hmm. it's not even it, like it looked crazy. One great. one thing for sure, though, like I hope, and and I mentioned this to you earlier offline. I hope that someone like I hope that Osser watches that game on film, because the only problems I have with him shooting scene is they were early in the shot clock. Like mm. he was the only one that touched the ball uh, after the ball was past half court. Uh, if you swing the ball around a little bit and you shoot that shot a little deeper in the shot clock, I probably ain't, I'm probably not going to say anything, but for you to hurry up and fire it up, like, okay, let's see if it works this time. No, no. Uh, there's no, there's not a good time to, to try to see if you, if you can, you were off last shot. Let me try it again. No, no, you have to. 
Not that early in the shot clock. Uh, I think Alser can get a closer shot. I think with his passing ability, if you're off, you got to get a couple of layups in. You got to get a couple of easy baskets in. And it's okay to pass. Yeah. It's okay. But I do like his confidence. I don't want him. Like, we've seen that with Killian his first year where he was shooting, and then he got to the point to where he was just scared and like, no, I ain't shooting. He was wide open. I'm not going to shoot it. And it's just horrible. And I just I hope Mr. Thompson watches that game or takes heat to that game and see what he can do to be better because those three, four shots were just bad shots. And I don't have a problem with you missing shots. I got a problem with your shot selection. You know, you have all the ability to get uh, a better shot. Um, And it's not like he's a center that can't dribble and get to a better spot. It's not like he uh, can't pull up. Um, You have to to get a better shot, especially if your shot's not falling. Like after that first, Air ball. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to get, I'm going to make this, I'm going to give me a better shot. You know what I'm saying? And then it was from the same spot. Yeah. It's from the same spot. Like you couldn't believe you missed it, but you were way off. Like way off. So I don't want to single him out because I like the kid. Yeah. Because we about to single out somebody else. Uh, so I'm looking at these Killian stats. I, and it's like, <laughs> you you know he's not doing great, but you don't anticipate him look the numbers looking this bad. So he's averaging nearly 30 minutes, 29 minutes a game, which is the most he's averaged his entire career. I mean, he's always averaged somewhere in the 20s, but he's averaging 29 minutes a game. The glaring mm-hmm. stats, we won't even get into how many points a game he scores. The glaring stats to me are 57% from the free throw line. Now, I don't know how many free throws he's taken, but he's when I look at the other year averages, he's averaged around 80%. So maybe it's bound to go back up and he hasn't taken many, but he's averaged 82, 77, 82, around 80%. He he's from the field, from the field, not from three, from the field, 30%. That that's layups, that's mid-range. That's threes, ever dunks, 30%. <laughs> and he's shooting 28% from three. Foster, I think I can do that right now. If God. You, if, you put me in, if you put me in a Pistons uniform, I, I can shoot 57% from the free throw line. You put you put me in a Pistons uniform, I can shoot 30, 28% from the field. Foster, he, there's no reason for that. Can you imagine it's like, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, yes, he takes care of the, he's taking care of the ball. Yes. He's averaging 1.7 steals. Beautiful. Amazing. But only a seventh overall pick could get the leeway in the amount of opportunities that he has got. Cause it's like, you want to find the silver lining and the, and the positivity and all of it. But the reality is this does not slide 
if he's a if he's an undrafted free agent G leaguer. It just doesn't. It just wouldn't. They did. They, it just wouldn't make sense. It only makes sense because he's probably one of the highest paid players on the team by default. Right. It's crazy. I mean, I don't. It's it's tough because as much as I want to be like, okay, I get where Monty Williams is coming from. You know, something about him is intriguing, and he feels like he can. Un- unlock that uh, potential, but it's like, and numbers never tell the whole story, but this is why, because they said last year he was statistically the worst offensive player. The yeah. worst. Like, in order to have a, a to have a, um, it's not an accomplishment, in order to have a title like that, you would got you. You would think like, how does this? Is this dude gonna have a job next year? Like you would think that, but he's comfortably playing thirty minutes a game, starting without even thinking. He doesn't even look at the the board and say, "Oh, am I starting today?" He know he's starting. <laughs> Aaron S <laughs> says, "Yeah, I don't." I don't respect, respect here, man. What do we, let me, yeah, I missed the last. <laughs> what do you say? To, what did the last one he said? Aaron S says, "Yeah, I don't see why we don't just give all his minutes to Sasser. Sasser is a good defender and way better offensively." Um, Trade. Want to read up. one more? Yeah. Yeah. Read one more for, for, from Aaron, and then I got a question for you, Foster. Yeah. I'm fully convinced we are just trying to get his trade value up one last time, but it isn't. It's, it's 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 working opposite for us right now. It's yeah. it's it's um, a it's an indirect tank what we're doing. Foster, what was the statement that Monty Williams said about playing um his rookies a lot of minutes or something like that? You would be doing um, them a disservice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the injuries are playing a big part of it too. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, it was something to the relation of uh, we do ourselves a disservice by playing too many, too many young guys together. Yeah, it's to the point where Julian isn't even young to me because he's on his he's in his third year. He's damn near a vet. But go ahead, go. Hold that thought. So that's kind of a crazy crazy philosophy although i understand the sentiment about the young players but you have a predominantly young team you know um i think uh i think it would be your your oldest player is monty morris or joe harris no burks i think it's burks because burks has been in the league for 13 years so it would be burks without a doubt without a without a doubt it's burks but outside of that, I don't think you have a player that's got more than ten years in. I think everybody is uh, four or five, you know, or less. five or less, maybe six or less. But uh, when you have those, uh, you you can't protect the young players. Uh, he says bogey. Maybe it could be. It could be because he probably played overseas. He probably played overseas a while before he came to. He'd been old as long as I remember. In our defense, old. old, We we forgot he's playing. We forgot he's on the team. He hasn't played, so (laughs) I don't think he's an option to consider 
putting having him more minutes for him uh, being an elder elder uh, player because like we haven't seen. I saw him warming up uh, a couple games ago. Get get in the lineup, Bogey. Man, like I feel like he's he's a piece that we need to uh, be that much better. The, you put him at the power forward position, and then you just play your game. Uh, that rotation gets uh, one person deeper uh, if you uh, got bogey on the floor and it probably could take away minutes, trickle, have a trickle effect, take away minutes from certain players that are not producing. I'll, I'll take it anytime. Aaron says, ha-ha, me too. We need him for a pick or something. See, that's the guy that we need to boost the trade value up enough to that's somebody mm-hmm. that can actually improve his trade value. Um, Cause right now I think it's, it's probably lower than it's been his whole piston career because it's like he missed the last 20 games of the year for an injury. And we figured, ah, tank. And that yeah. same injury is holding him out at, at the beginning of this year. He's been, he's been off for months. Hmm. It's crazy. It really is. It's crazy. So, um, we have to turn it around. And I don't want this Pistons team to get be two and fifteen. Yes. <laughs> we see. Yes. I don't want them to get too far behind before we really get to see a nearly full strength team that's the that's the disheartening part about losing to the trailblazer that's a game we got to just have we just got to have games like that regardless yeah it's it's ah there's so many questions there's so many question marks but i i think you have a a, a good core to work with and you have to start. It's the mentality has an. Let let let's start with working on the turnovers. That's something that you can work on. You don't have to wait for anybody to get healthy to work on turnover turnovers. Uh, you get more chances for a shot if you t- don't turn the ball over as much. You yeah. and I'm not saying don't turn the ball over completely. They've had a high amount of turnovers. It can cut them. Uh, uh, a third of them, or uh, half, something. Uh, there was one game where we won, and we had 15 turnovers at half. You know what that I'm saying? The Hornets I, game. <laughs> the Hornets, 15 turnovers in the first half, nine in the second half. You can take that 15 and cut it down to nine in the first half, and you know what I'm saying? And that's that's still excessive, but that game's not even. That game is a is a real blowout if you cut those turnovers down. My philosophy my philosophy on that is that the only way to improve in that is to, which is going to sound crazy, is to turn the ball over. Like I feel like we're going to have to. It's just growing pains that comes with us being so young, and we are just going to have to get it out of our system by learning what works and what doesn't work. I I think that that's what I, 
I think that that's just how it's going to be. I don't think that it's going to get any better until we see until our veteran guys come in there and show and prove what it's like. Like even Bogey is a pretty decent creator of offense on his own to be, you know, to be obviously not a point guard, but I do see it improving with guys like him and Mane Morris, who has a like a, a staggering amount of, um, I mean, a st- staggering uh, turnover to assist ratio. Like I, I think that seeing those guys actually on the court practicing, I don't know how much these these guys have even practiced with the young guys, but I, I think that that's going to do wonders. Um, I just hope that we're not just so far behind by the time they get back that we don't even get an opportunity to fully flourish under the philosophy that, that, um, that, uh, you know, Monty Williams is is trying to incorporate because I don't think that he at right now, he, I don't even think he has the personnel in order to fully uh, act on, on what his, on, on what his philosophy, you know, basketball philosophy is, um, you know, can't, can't sit, can't sit young guys when there's no veterans out there. Burks is, Burks is Bogey, Morris. The Harris is the only guy of, with any type of age out there. Yeah. And he's just not a, he's just not at this point in his career. I just don't, he's just not a guy that you want to see out there for 25 minutes. It just, it just won't make sense. Now I got some good news and some bad news, Foster. No, I got some good news, and I have a prediction, right? So, there's no Lions football this weekend. However, the Pistons are playing at 3 o'clock. So, the Pistons also are playing the Phoenix Suns. Now, my bold prediction is watch Booker and Beal play Sunday. Just just watch them play against. They haven't played together Booker, no, Booker, all year. So, yeah, but yeah, right. Well, Booker is back finally because I was gonna. Say, I'm like, hey, y'all just gonna leave Durant just out the, out to dry. But I, I knew they were going. Like I knew at least Booker was going to be back for the Pistons game. What's what's the deal on Beal? I don't know. I, I haven't looked into it too much, but he he kicking it. I he seem seeming good spirits to me. I don't, I wouldn't I be surprised if both of them showed up Sunday to play, and that's a that with them both on the floor, that's another tough game. Yeah, they just like playing Pistons on Sundays, I guess. Man, we we'll see. Like our next show, we'll just we'll just re- try to remember if we uh if if those two played versus the Pistons, like right now it would be a good time for them to not have to play. They're still a decent team without those two. They're just probably going to be a better uh, team with those two on the floor, without a doubt. Uh, He has back spasms. That sounds like Cap, but... (laughs) 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 Aaron Aaron says, Bill, Durant, and Booker will drop. 30 on us, no doubt, just for us. And I and that's that's the feeling I got. Like they'll be back Sunday playing against the Pistons and they will look like an all-world team. That's the that's the luck. That's the luck of the draw. 
that we've been getting as a Pistons fan this year. Oh, them back uh, battles going to clear it up. <sighs> man, he going he man, he going to have some tough acting tonight and get out there and just be balling like wear us out and then go sit some more like all right they're right, gonna right, sit right. down the next game i see y'all in, in in april yeah sit down against a good team like the lakers or something you know what i'm saying and but play against us that's just he's huh. done it once he's already they've already played the lakers they played the spurs twice and lost twice they, on that note I want to thank everybody for coming out <laughs> uh, and checking us out. Aaron, Gabe, I appreciate your engagement. Check us out. Um, if you're interested in Lions football, we have a show every Monday night, 7 o'clock, uh, same channel, Motor City Metrics, but we'll be doing what we call our Bleach Speakers podcast, and that's on Detroit Lions. And you can catch us here with the post-game podcast once a week on Motor City Metrics on YouTube. And you can also, if you missed our show, follow us on Spotify, uh, post-game podcast. Follow us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just follow us. And when that episode drops, you alert, have your alerts on, and you'll be able to check us out. If you miss us here on Motor City Metrics, uh, or if driving in the car or you're cleaning the house or, or watching another game or something like that and you want to hear a podcast, you know, check us out, man. Download that podcast on uh, Spotify or whatever podcast, uh, whatever streaming platform you want to use. You can just check us out. Post game podcast, FFSN. Type that in the search. You'll find me and Foster. Uh, also, uh, same thing for bleachers and speakers. When we talk about the lions, you can do the same thing. Uh, we're easy to find just two different names, two different platforms. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron says, great show. Peace, man. You have a great weekend. Be blessed. Be safe, man. Uh, and Foster, do you have anything before we get out of here? Oh, just weather the storm, weather the storm, weather the storm. And we are in a storm. But even when we were in the storm, we still, you know, we still had that. Detroit football. And it's always going to be that. We're going to have that spirit, that 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 Mason in the morning yelling Detroit basketball type of feeling. We're, we're going to be still all right. Do radio? Uh, I don't, I think he still announces the games. Well, Not I know sure he does the game, but yeah. I think he does. I think it's. Ninety-two point three. I don't really watch don't radio. Quote just, me on that. Don't yeah. quote me on that. I'll find out though because I used to listen to him every morning a few years back, and uh, it helped me get through my morning. I had a job where I, I hated it, but you know, Mason in the morning helped me get through those days. So, but thank everybody for coming out. Uh, We'll be back here next week at some time. At some point, we'll have a set schedule for this show. But I guarantee you it's once a week. If you turn your alerts on, though, uh, on YouTube and Spotify, you won't miss a show uh, because we do a preview. um, YouTube, but I'll give you a preview when I I select the show, when I I actually post what time we're going to do the show. So you'll be able to see it uh, on your alerts. So if you hit that, that bell, on the uh, 
on the uh, YouTube, when you subscribe, uh, you, you'll see us pop up. And same thing for if you follow us on the streaming platforms, you won't miss a show. All right, Foster, we're out of here, man. I want you to have a good weekend too, bro. Um, question. Uh, are you getting out Sunday? Am you know I what they're getting the out Sunday. Well, you know, I'm always in traffic, but what's what's the deal? Star Wars. Oh. No, nah, probably not. Just checking, man. Just checking. Probably not. See y'all. <laughs> <laughs>